Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And together we are two-thirds of Pappies. Let's bum, bum, face bum. it, we're half. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's probably about right. Um, well, look, today uh, Crosby's off uh, adding to his family. So um, we are going to... <laughs> so, a hell of a way to put it. So we are going to um, steer you back down memory lane for what will mm. probably be our final uh, look into the memory of time. <laughs> Happy with that? Oh, I, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> Realised halfway through what? that sentence, I didn't have the brain power to land that sentence and also be checking Twitter, which I was doing for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Oh, no idea. No idea, right? Honestly, that was one of your better sentences. I think you should check Twitter more often. <laughs> anyway, as you know, for the last few months, we have been glancing backwards to some classic episodes, enjoying revisiting them. Um, it has been fun. I must admit, when we first suggested the idea, I wasn't hugely keen, um, but it has turned into a very lovely exercise. Mm. Um, Absolutely. Part of what I've really enjoyed is listening to um, some of the guests kind of record their memories about the episodes themselves. Um, that's been a really lovely thing to do. Absolutely, apart from Lysit, yeah, absolutely. Of course, of course. <laughs> yes, of course, apart from Lysit. Um, and today is absolutely no exception. So, Clarky, who are our guests today? Ah, oh, today we have Rose Matafeo and John Robbins. Absolutely right. Um, and uh, what a treat this episode was. Do you have any recollections of it? Yeah, was this was this a London pod? pod festival one. it was at the london pod festival yes yes clarky's got it um so we yes recorded, i believe i remember one of the rounds we recorded it at a room above a pub i remember it feeling nice and raucous another boozy affair as it often is when uh, robbins is on board mm. um matafeo a fantastic guest and obviously since then she's gone on to um well what feels like the first steps to international stardom really um i wouldn't be surprised if that's where it's heading um she's you know she's won edinburgh i, I, I don't think she'd won edinburgh when we recorded this um and and, and then recorded the hugely successful uh, starstruck for the bbc um and yeah i think this is the start of a hell of a trajectory did we put her on that trajectory with this episode it's not for us to say um 
<laughs> but you know, you, go, you guys be the judge. And, it's not for us you know. to say, but it does feel like certainly something changed with Rosie's career once she'd performed on Flat Slam. So uh, she hasn't recorded a message for us. She's too busy being an international superstar. <laughs> um, but John Robbins has. So let's have a listen to what John has to remember about this recording. It's hashtag Slam Memories with John Robbins. And it's a delight to cast my mind back down the long vista of years through the matins and vespers to a time when I was appearing on Pappy's Flatshare Slam Down with Rose Matafeo. And whenever I think back to Slam Down appearances, I have to say the brain fogs a little with, I'll admit it, some memories of pints strewn hither and thither. But the abiding sense memory is one of joy and laughter. Uh, I do remember on this particular episode trying to tell what would have been one of the most boring anecdotes of my entire life about how I save time in the mornings. Uh, but this was made impossible by uh, Tom and Ben and Matthew uh, consistently meeting my attempt to begin the story with the words, when, when I wake up, and then they would sing, before I put on my makeup. And you can hear in the um, recording, I'm just laughing my head off. And every time they do it, I laugh even more. And as a, as a comedian, I'm very used to, this is not a brag, it's just how comedians' brains work, but I'm used to sort of seeing the gap or... You know, if a joke takes me by surprise, I at least go, oh, yeah, I'll still see what you're doing there. But every time I have shared a stage with Pappies, I am left absolutely blindsided by how quick and funny and joyful it is. And I am transformed from a panellist to a fan. And I have met many, many, many comedians and performed with many, many, many comedians in my career, some of the best in the world, some real heroes, but I don't think any comedian would uh, come off stage from a gig with Pappies or a flat slam with Pappies and feel anything other than in complete awe at how, how funny they are and how fun they are. So fond mems, hashtag fond mems, um, hashtag pints, hashtag quick fire round. I was trying to remind myself of the episode and I got to the song before the quick fire round. I just sort of skipped forward two minutes and it was still happening. And then I skipped forward two minutes and it was still happening. <laughs> oh, I love, I love just thinking about it. I'd love to come back soon, guys. What a treat it was. And it's been, been too long since we were all all together, holding hands, sharing stories, kissing tenderly. I hope you enjoy this classic flat slam, and uh, do take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Wow. Wow, wow. Hey, John. Absolutely um, lovely. I'll say this now. If, if the three of us go in the same incident, like if a drink gets spilled at a record and the three of us get electrocuted through the microphones or something, and we sure. go, we die, you know, as one. Yeah. As, you know, yeah, as, yeah, we, yeah. as we've oft discussed, you know, the old... <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the only way to do it, man. But if we go as one and we're having the same funeral, then play that at the funeral. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, lovely. Not- and then start to ask questions as to why Corsham didn't go in the same incident. And yeah. Who did spill that drink during that recording? And why were we all wired up to our microphones? <laughs> <laughs> And how come our wills have all been changed so that Caution receives all of our uh, iPods, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, there, there you go, yeah. <laughs> She's in it for the iPods. I mean, I, you know, me alone, I've got at least 45 iPods. So <laughs> she's, she's absolutely quids in. A brim full of iPods, I believe that's known as. Um, so um, that's a gorgeous reference I think you'll find. Um, so, <laughs> so we so, should listen to the episode, really. Yeah, do you remember what the theme was? Oh, no. <laughs> well, neither do I. <laughs> um, uh, so there is only one way to find out, and that is by listening to the episode. So enjoy uh, this jaunt down memory lane, and we'll see you on the other side for plugs and shit. Tom! Ben! What is it, Matthew? Yeah, what is it, you bastard? Oh, no. <laughs> it's a little oh, He's in a bad mood. I tell you what will cheer us up. if We all have a lovely dinner together, but no. one of you two... One of you two... Hang on a sec, Tom. <laughs> one of you... The dinner we've already agreed on. The dinner is happening. Oh. One of you two has to lay the table. I'm a millennial, Matthew. I eat off my knees. <laughs> I didn't hear any of those words, but uh, I assume... I Grandad. Well, you weren't doing grime there, were you, Tom? Yeah, I'm a millennial. I love Stormzy and I voted for Corbyn. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, there's only one way to settle this. <laughs> We're going to have to have a... Flash is to a very special Flatshare Slamdown coming to you live from the Laugh Out London Festival 2017. This is the panel show that says, What'll you do when you get lonely? And no one's waiting by your side. You've been running and hiding much too long. You know it's just your foolish pride. Lay the table, won't you please? Lay the table, darling, please. Lay the table, cos it's nearly half past. Nine. I'm the host and landlord, Matthew Crosby. Oh, oh, old, old, uh, old slow hand clap. Old slow gob himself. Slow hand clap, Matthew <laughs> Crosby. I'm the host and landlord, Matthew Crosby. And while they're under my roof, they'll be following my rules. Let's meet the tenants, Tom Parry and Benedict Clark. Into the room, into the room we come. Into the room. Please stop coming in this room. Tom, yes. why are you scarce able to lay this table? Gosh, I'll tell you why I'm not going to lay the table. There's a terrible anecdote. Oh, no. Yeah, back in the day, I was a waiter. Yeah. Wait, is, it, is it a terrible incident or is the anecdote itself terrible? <laughs> or twofer? It's a terrible incident of the Tom in the night time. Oh, no. I was a waiter and uh, in a popular restaurant. Two celebrities came in. Yeah. Mr. David from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. And also the fictional character from Lord of the Rings. No, not Lord of the Rings. Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, same, same fucking know, different show. Uh, Ms. Stark. Uh, Ms. Stark, the youngest of the Starks. Okay. The manager was like, you've got to lay the table for them. They're our best customers. So I ran over, ready to lay the table. And in my haste, I tripped... 
and fell. And with a knife, I pierced Mr. David, landed into Miss Stark, and sprained her ankle. I'd cut Larry and crockery. I'd cutlery. I'd cut Larry and crockery. Crockery. Cutlery and crockery. Tom. I'd cut Larry. Tom. Rose, get your head out of your hands. We're on the same team. Tom. I'd cut, I'd cut Larry and crockery. Is it, is it too I mean, that's, is, isn't a pun meant to mean two different things? <laughs> As opposed to no things. <laughs> ben, why will you lay just about anything except this table? Well... <laughs> thing is, with that... That's, that's your joke as well. Okay, of course it is. But obviously, that's all right, Clarky. Don't you worry, that's still better than what Parry did. You doing nothing was better than what Parry did, so... What an absolute shame. Yeah, last time I laid the table, it never called me back. That's oh. what I was going yeah. oh. yeah. nice Which is a, a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Now, uh, obviously... Uh, I fucked a table. <laughs> You can't lay the table on your own. Who have you brought along with you to help? Tom, who have you got this week? Well, the jamboree was in trouble. No. Yeah, the NME were refusing to cover it. What? Yeah. The NME wouldn't put it in their free paper. They said we, we weren't relevant enough with the millennials. So I had to go out and find the sassiest person I know to bring a bit of cool back to the jamboree. It's only my and wonderful they friend. Out. <laughs> they out. So I asked Rose Matafeo. Rose Matafeo. So, are you a flatmate? Are you a good flatmate? Are you a bad flatmate? I think I'm a very, very good flatmate. I'm being known to fix a plate. I didn't wait. Hang on a second. You fix a plate? By fix a plate. Is this like a New Zealand term for like putting a load of stuff on a plate and giving him a plate? Yeah, well, he got in very, very late, like how he usually does. And I got up out of bed, heard him come in, and went and fixed him a plate from the food in the fridge. Because I think everybody here first thought that you were just working late shifts at a Greek restaurant. Super gluing everything back together. But fixing a plate. Fix a plate for a flatmate. But although I do think we've got this weird passive aggressive thing going on where, you know, the cutlery drawer. Is there an agreed order in what order that should go because in yeah, my it's, mind I'm going to write down this is let's good stuff I was thinking about this the other day yes okay so <laughs> not got a lot on as Clarky at the moment so I'm thinking <laughs> we're talking three compartments I'm talking left knife knife middle fork spoon spoon right yes knife fork spoon knife spoon absolutely wrong no And I'll show you my working out as I, well. I've got I've got knife, fork, spoon, spork, spife. So um, I've got slightly larger drawer. I'm doing I'm doing all right. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm doing all right. But um, that's the trouble in spife at the moment. That's the trouble, yeah. <laughs> so Clarky, what's your, what's your workings? It is of course fork, knife, spoon. <laughs> because the people, when you are the laying people, the table, the people agree. You take out the fork and knife, and then you can put them. You've blown my mind, Clarky. Yeah. But. The people really love it. So you, you are very much the Jeremy Corbyn. He's the people. Of, uh, <laughs> a lot of people shouting, but just not that generally popular. Um, so, Ben, who have you brought along with you this week? <laughs> I brought along my waiter. <laughs> <laughs> it's John Robbins! John Robbins is here! What a team! 
John, mate, you're a good flatmate, aren't you? We've lived together in yes, Edinburgh. Yes, we have. We've had a lot, a lot of fun living together in Edinburgh. A lot of rosé, a lot of crying. Um, it's been... We've had some nice times. Because the thing is, I would drink bottles of beer and he would drink bottles of rosé at the same pace. <laughs> and then I'd wonder why one of us was crying. Um, but, um, I'd be like, cheer up, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a pint of beer, you loser? <laughs> oh, Peroni is so weak. Um, what kind of a flatmate are you, though? I mean, for, well, the, the, for the at-home listener. Uh, the minute I am my own flatmate... And I am both the best and worst flatmate I know. <laughs> Talk us to the, your best side, then we'll go on to your worst side. Uh, my best side is I'm very good at time management within my house. So, for example... So if you think, I need to be in the living room in two minutes... <laughs> Start the timer. Yeah, nah. yeah. Oh, bloody hell, with time to spare. Um, I, I think when you live alone, you get a great deal of pleasure out of small sort of efficiency savings. That's not what I get pleasure out of when I'm living alone. Um, if anything, it's a massive expense of energy. Um, so I, when I wake up, yes, and I need before I put on my makeup, I say a little prayer for you. Silence. Now. Um, well, you are, at some point, actually going to play some games, can you believe? <laughs> Why bother? Why bother? We're having a lovely time up here. So, uh, when I wake up, I need to Before think. Before I put on my I see a little prayer for you. moment I wake up. Yeah. Before, Before I put on my makeup, I say a little bit for you. Okay, yes, please do tell us. While I run for the When I wake up in the morning lights, <laughs> and the sunlight hurts my eyes, ding, ding, ding. something without warning love is heavy on my No, we've got to do the. We've got to see who can hold the note the longest. Okay. All right. And, and I, I know, know it's going to be. Stand up and take a dick. You have that lung capacity. The amount you're, you're constantly vaping. <laughs> Turns out it's good it's really for you. It's power. It's really what it is. The anecdote I have. Yeah, sorry, mate. To, to follow up from what I do when I make up is so so tedious. <laughs> so we've met our contestants, but let's <laughs> let's find out who'll be on top table and who'll simply be laying it as we play round one. Oh. 
Tuesday. <laughs> Round one this time is going to be called Place Mats. Uh, oh, by the way, John asked to not be just told what any of the games were so he could enjoy, enjoy the fun of it. In this game, I'm going to give each team a number of famous places and a number of famous people named Matt or Matthew. <laughs> Very pure, very clean lines. Each player must impersonate those famous mats in famous locations while their teammate guesses. Now, once the teammate has correctly guessed, they swap roles. So the object is to get to as many correct answers as possible in one minute. So, Ben, those are yours. And John, those are yours. So you have a minute on the clock. Ben, you're going to start, please. And your minute begins now. Oh, I'm the big one from uh, Little Britain, and I'm David on, Williams. And you can see, <laughs> oh, Matt Lucas. Yeah, and you can, you can famous Matts. You can see me from space. The uh, the the great Matt of China, the Great Wall of China. Yeah, oh, that's, I, don't know why I thought Matt had to be in the place. <laughs> the great um, Matt of China. <laughs> Oh, I used to uh, present You Bet, and I'm um, actually a very talented actor and was mistreated by the media, specifically Frank Skinner, in an interview, and I had vengeance on him. Great. A little bit more, please. Uh, that's, I mean, I've got it. I just I'm enjoy it. Tall, <laughs> and, I'm very tall, and I played the teacher in a production of Comedians at the... Ray so Ray specific. Ray Ray which had Reece Smith in it, and I played... A, the part Ten of the teacher and John Robbins went to see me <laughs> and I've just met Gandalf in the place I am you bet surely not stars in their eyes that is surely you don't go to stars in their eyes <laughs> oh my god <laughs> when I was young when I was young my uh, mum didn't have a video recorder so the only videos I watched were at her friend's house on a Sunday morning when they had coffee one of them was why I'm easy (laughs) (laughs) one of them was a copy of Return of the Pink Panther which before it had ten minutes of an episode of You Bet (laughs) so (laughs) I've seen the last ten minutes of an episode of You Bet with Matthew Kelly about a hundred times so that's why that sticks in my I should have gone stars in their eyes stars in their eyes definitely stars or the comedians. Well, the comedians the great reference. <laughs> was Matthew Kelly in, in Middle Earth? Right, I think. <laughs> Good. So, I believe you got two points there. That's not that strong, but uh, let's see how Tom and Rose harder do. Than it looks. It's harder, harder than, it looks. than it looks. Okay, so Tom and Rose, here are your maps and your places. Your minute begins now. 
I think I'm Matthew Bourne. I don't know. All I've done is I've woken up here with skills to kill people in a by an Indian it's temple. Damon, by an it's Indian Matthew temple. Bourne. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Oh, Jason Bourne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Matthew Bourne's uh, brother. He did yeah, by an Indian temple. He used his name. He used his name. Taj Mahal. Yes. Okay. Great. Oh, um. Uh, I'm I'm Ferris Bueller and I were married to Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't know Matthew what Broderick. Extra accent. Killed oh, and her. I'm in a real a real hot place, lots of sand. The Sahara crazy. Desert. Yes. Oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, Matt, London, uh, baby. Uh, Matthew, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Matthew Perry, and then Matt. You've drawn a you've drawn a French one of these. <laughs> you're, you're drawing a. What? You're clearly drawing one no. of these. No, no, right now, you can't think of it. You're drawing a... Black Mesmer! Yes. Five seconds. In a Scottish place where they sell beer. I hope I don't get glassed. Glasgow? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a half point. It was a Glaswegian pub. But, uh, well, oh. congratulations to Tom and Rose there. I think we have to dock him half a point for saying Matthew Bourne, because it was, it was Jason Bourne there, because you used his name. What? So technically, you technically, gave, you gave away that it was a Matthew. You gave away that it was a Matthew. You gave away it was a Matthew. So, what? So, so, he, so she would have known it was a Matthew. Hang on. Yeah, it's a Matt. It's she would have known what? it was a Matt from you saying it. I'm afraid. Sorry, mate. Yes, the audience have ruled. Thank you. The, yes. yes. Thank you, this bloke over here. So, uh, well, we've, we've played that game, guys. Okay. Cool, great. We have. That's that the end of that game. That game will never get played again in the history of the world. <laughs> no one will go, do you want a game of placemats? <laughs> on a car journey. I think it's good. No, I like it. Yeah. Did you not enjoy it? Yeah, I just I can't imagine it'll ever get played again. No, you know, give it a bit of. Well, hang on, what about the uh, the flat chairs London board game? It might get yeah. played all over the it world. It might though. get played on the. Are you bringing out a flat chair? Would you buy it? Start the Kickstarter. Give me a cheer if you'd buy the flat chairs London board game. Yay! I mean, none of us cheered, and that, <laughs> that tells you everything and you need to know. This is where only half of the people who are here as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but listen, this is where we make our money. Yeah. Who would download the app? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, I mate. You took the mic out of the stand for that. Suddenly <laughs> sensed gold in, in the hills. <laughs> no, not apparently not. So that was that game. A uh, fun fact: uh, producer Ben has actually visited all of those locations. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Big slap. Take that. You visited all them locations. <laughs> hey <-oh. laughs> So stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Worst version of 8 Mile I've ever seen. <laughs> Yo, mama, so fat you've been to all those locations. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Ben, tell us what that's done to the scores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, Ben and John have two, Tom and Rose have five. So, Tom and Rose won that round, but will Ben and Robin soon be touching tablecloth? Let's find out as we play round two. It's flat game! Yeah! Games! Let's play together! Games! It's on your app, guys. If you're on your app, roll the dice, spin that thing. Look the margin, lose your toe. Load of games! If you lose, you get nothing. Games! If you win, you get Download an app that just chants the word gold. 
So, yes, it's time for flat games. And this week we are playing our version of Rock, Paper, Scissors, which we're calling Mock, Caper, Jesus, we haven't thought, <laughs> haven't thought enough about this title. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give one player on each team a category. I'm going to count to three. Then they must each call out the best thing in that category. Oh, great. Yeah, do you like That's it? That's a great idea. Thanks very so much. So this is like rock, paper, scissors, but the gloves are off. But the gloves are definitely off. The first category, gloves. <laughs> so their teammate will have to explain why the teammate's answer was the best. So we're going to start with Tom V. John. Right. Okay, so it's one, two, three, then you both call out your oh, answer. Great. What's okay. so, oh, we don't know the subject. You don't know it yet, but I'm just about to tell I'm you. I'm so nervous. Well, okay. You are, are you excited? Yeah. Okay, good. Here we go. I will, and I will stick by you, Tom, whatever you say. And then no, no, Ben has to explain mine. Yeah, but I mean, you can back him up as well, but basically Ben's going to do the lion's share of the explaining. Okay, here we go. Right. Lion. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is the category shares? <laughs> it's not. It's not. Stocks and lions. Um, the singer. Um, so. It's a good category. It's not a bad category. Too late for it now. <laughs> Hollywood stars. One, two, three. Clooney. Oh! My job. Unbelievable. Guys, you all saw that. That is how we play. I've got a bonus one. Do yes. we not have to do it again? Because like you both come up with Stone and you go again. You're going to go again on a new category. Are you, are you going with Sharon Stone? Come on, guys. That was I, was going, I was going Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Okay, so for a bonus. <laughs> Public transport. One, two, three. Train. Okay. So you've gone for train. Train. Bit of nuance. And you've gone for tube. Yeah. Okay. The Very underground lo- version. Centric for my liking. The underground version is the same. Okay? Yeah. So, train or tube? Rose. It's like a pit, pit pony against a racehorse. Okay, Tom. Look. Sorry. <laughs> was, was the Hogwarts Express a tube? It's or a good question. It? Does anybody know? There's a lot of noise in I don't know. Anything. I'm not from here. Um, you can reserve a seat on a train and then passive aggressively sit next to them when someone's sitting in that seat. Yeah. You can't do that on yeah. the tube. Okay. All right? There are old men who drink on the tube, especially on the overground, and it's very sad. But it's less sad when you're not facing each other. You can on drink, a train. You can drink on the train. You can drink on the train. You so it is less depressing because it's not against the rules. Yeah. Okay? Okay. <laughs> final, final point to be made about, uh, about the train. Uh, the train. Can the train. That? Yeah. It's basically like a racehorse versus a bloody... <laughs> it's a racehorse versus a pet pony. That's Tom, what I'm talking about. Tom, why about. did you waste your time writing that? I think you'd already said out loud. <laughs> um, ben. I think it's good. Tell us why the tube is better. Well, I've always said it's like a racehorse versus a pit pony. (laughs) The thing is, he loves pit ponies. The tube's under the ground. It's fucking magic. What are you talking about? Yeah. Do you know what else is underground? Orcs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, New Zealand. Chill out. Have you got one frame of reference coming from New Zealand? The tube's cheaper. Doesn't have fucking southern rail. Trains oh! are shit, mate. You can only trains are always London. late. Tubes are every four minutes. Trains are every fifteen. If you're bloody lucky, am if, I right? If, if you're bloody lucky, if you're actually bloody lucky, oh, actually, guys. Some people don't like it when other people drink on trains because they feel intimidated that they might kick off. Yeah, they're the people sat opposite you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Tom. Oh, yeah? 
Oh, you fancy getting a train sometime soon? I hope you've got a billion pounds. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, John. Yeah, mate? Do you want to get home to Cardiff tonight? No. Are you going to be able to get a tube? <laughs> Yeah. I don't ever want to go to Cardiff, ever. That's the great thing about the Actually, tube. Yeah. It does not have access tube, to Cardiff. The tube does not go to Cardiff. Way it's to a very the most glamorous point. location. Okay, I'm, I'm okay, can, you, can you take a tube to your heart? Yes, my aortic tube. <laughs> I think the tube has just taken it, a.k.a. the red line. A point goes... I should have said deck. I should have said deck. I should have said deck instead of heart. I'm sorry. I think well, I, I, the, the, then I would have said the urethra <laughs> tube. Okay. <laughs> the, pr- the problem is I don't have any trains going through my body. That is such a problem. Now let's, uh, <laughs> uh, so, Ben and Rose, I'm going to give you your one, two, three. One, two... You want to be giving us the category? <laughs> yeah, come on. Shit, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was going to like, do. I was, was giving myself numbers? a count in there. One, two, three. Say category three, two, one, go. Uh, okay, okay. Is it numbers between one and three. <laughs> okay, here we go, folks. One. Starters. One, two, three. Calamari. Prawn cocktail. Prawn cocktail. Calamari. Oh, unlucky oh, mate. This is a tricky one. Don't even believe in okay, calamari. Okay, poker face. Don't back out, mate. Don't back out. Poker Stick face, to your guns. Rose. Poker Stick face. to your guns. Oh my God. Okay, so you've gone prawn cocktail. Robbins, tell us why. I'm going to shock you. <laughs> the best thing about prawn cocktail is not the prawns. It's the cocktail. <laughs> it's the Mary Rose sauce. Blowing my mind. Which is in decline. You find me a prawn sandwich which contains Mary Rose sauce and I will give you the price of that sandwich. <laughs> Mary Rose sauce is the most incredible condiment known to man. It's a mysterious mix of ketchup, yes. Salad cream, yes. But you can't make it in your own home unless you have access to lemon juice, fresh, pepper, (laughs) and a little dash of Tabasco. And the intonation of the word fresh was all over the place there, but I loved it. <laughs> Lemon juice, fresh, pepper. And it's like everything you're saying has been recorded by four different people. <laughs> Can I... This is an automated I'm, reply. Sorry, I'm, I'm just, sorry, was the category sauces? Because yeah. if it was sauces, yeah. then Mary Rose would be coming in second to Hollandaise anyway. You can talk about... Oh, Mary enjoy Rose. your heart you attack! Can, you can <laughs> talk about... He had the Hollandaise with the bloody calamari rings, mate. This isn't about sauces. Okay, okay, guys, guys. No, no, I, I, am, I am sorry. Can I'm sorry. I finish? No, I, I, please. Yes, I'll let you finish in just one moment. If you interrupt again, yeah. not only is this over, <laughs> the whole show's over. <laughs> Promise! <laughs> We can all go home. Promise! We can all go home. Great! Okay. When I wake up in the morning. (laughs) Please allow Mr. Robbins to finish, then you'll get your turn to defend Calamari. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I would argue that the decline in Mary Rose sauce outside of the prawn cocktail has made the prawn cocktail one of the most divine items of food available. I would also like to argue, based on recent studies, which have found that the majority of calamari, fun fact, is actually pig's intestines. Bung! Pig's arsehole. Pig's arsehole. Don't body shame pig. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Hey! I'm not saying I've got a problem with eating a pig's intestines, but it should be marketed thus. Come 
where I come from, man. Calamari's sweet, tender from Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> one ring to you. Know, one. <laughs> yes. Parry. Uh, our only argument. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Parry, go on. Defend calamari before I tell them they've won. I mean, <laughs> they look like onion rings. I mean, that's always a bonus, isn't it? Can we it? change our answer who, to onion rings? Who doesn't like an onion ring? I, I, I'm not going to so much as defend calamari as a, <laughs> as a tack as prawn, prawn cocktail. A tack prawn cocktail. How dare you? Because prawn cocktail, it's always a risky order. You never know. Are you going to get it in one of those fancy glasses? Are yep. you going to go on a plate? Yeah. I've seen it in a test tube. What? No, you haven't. Have the, have the prawns got their heads on? Have they got their tails on? You get a prawn. It can be a real fucking tricky bastard, can't it? <laughs> you get those little prawns that they defrosted from Iceland or a king yeah. prawn that's going to spend 30 minutes spoiling your fingers. Cold. And also, when you're a kid, <laughs> when you're a kid, you get to a restaurant and you think, I'm a grown-up, I can have a cocktail. Mm. There's no alcohol in it. Yeah. There's lettuce. I'm going to go so far as to say prawn cocktail is 70% shredded lettuce. Yeah! And probably 10% Mary Rose sauce that you like so much. I don't hear anyone talking about how great the lettuce is. At least That's what you're getting, mate. That's 90% arsehole. That's what you're getting, mate. Who doesn't like taking a bunk? <laughs> as my friends wrote down once on a piece of paper, <laughs> if you like it, then you should have put a calamari ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am afraid I'm still going to give it to Prawn Cocktail. To, I'm afraid to give it to Prawn Cocktail. Uh, we're now John versus Rose. Okay, John versus Rose. The big grudge match. And here we go. So, farm animals. Three, two, one. Cow. Pig. Cow or pig. Oh, it's oh, classic grudge match. Two heavyweights oh, of the farmyard. The chicken has crossed the road Holy and fucked shit. off. <laughs> there are two animals left. It's cow versus pig. Okay. I mean, whatever way you Tom's, look at it. The Tom. pig, the most intelligent of the farmyard animals, famously more intelligent than dogs. They are very friendly creatures. But pigs um, are so cute. Have you seen a tiny pig? Way cuter than a tiny cow. Oh, pigs cow. are great. They've got personality. They've got brains. They can think for themselves. And outside of that, they're very clean animals as well. So they're wrong. They've got a bad reputation. They're actually really good, misunderstood creatures. Are they any pussy wanna... cows? And if you want to take it from another point of view of actually eating them, then pork gives you so much more variety than beef. I mean, I'm a vegetarian, but I still know you can have bacon, you can have pork belly, you can have chops. Beef is beef. You can have calamari. Yeah. Absolutely right. Where else are you going to get your sweet bun from? Absolutely. You're not getting that bun from a cow, are you? Lazy, boring cow sat yeah. in the... Fr- the yeah. only thing a cow is good for is sitting down to tell you it's going to rain. As Bart Simpson are... said, don't have a cow, man, because pigs are better. <laughs> <laughs> OK, very strong, very persuasive. Clarky, talk us through it. Oh, my God, I'm worried. First of all, size matters. Cows are four times the size as a shitty little pig. At least. At least. <laughs> Depending on being bronze, mate. Also, if they're so bloody intelligent, why can't they look up? <laughs> I can look up. Can a cow look up? Yes, it can, mate. Look up right Show now. Show me a cow looking up. Mm. <laughs> moon. <laughs> sort of like that, I imagine, right? They, they go, moon. Yeah. <laughs> also, if they're so bloody intelligent, why don't they wear sun cream? Oh, hello. 
they what? get sunburned, don't they? They're the only other animal that gets sunburned. Also, too intelligent, they took over an animal farm and they were all nasty, weren't they? Yeah, Pigs they're... were dickheads. Go with the friendly cow. The How's cows it? are so friendly, why have we got cow grids? Excuse me, mate. Keep the fuckers at bay. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, Tom, nice work. Pull the other one, guys. <laughs> you haven't got the stomachs. You're a, you're a Frisian cunt. <laughs> you heard. Yes, you heard. Come it, on, guys. Oh. Okay, I'm afraid I'm going to have to make a ruling here. Okay. Also, pigs. Oh, 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 I was going to go to pigs anyway. Uh, so finally, Tom versus Ben. The grudge match. It's been, it's been bubbling under. Jeepers creepers. Jeepers creepers, okay. The category is gardening tools. Three, two, one. No! Oh! Oh my God. I think he went with gnome. You're a fucking tool, mate. You went with gnome? I went with gnome. Okay. <laughs> No, they're very much the calamari of the gardening tools. <laughs> Clarky, what did you go with? Trowel. Trowel, okay, yeah. Thank well, you. A lot of trowel fans in tonight. Okay. Um, Clarky wins that one. Producer Ben, what does that do to our scores at this stage? Well, it makes them exciting. Does it? It does, because now Ben and John have five, Tom and Rose have six. Wow. Whoa. Very low scoring show so far. Very low scoring. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Next up, it's time to play a game that the animal cruelty lobby are petitioning to rename Leaf Clovers. But we insist <laughs> on calling Beef Brovers. <laughs> well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share-based beef. And today's one comes from someone in the audience who is called Jack J. Are you there, Jack J? Hello. Yeah, Hello. Great, great name, Jack J. OK, Jack J writes this. In fact, it's two-pronged. One, I kissed my flatmate's sister at the weekend. <gasps> he, does, he doesn't know potential beef. <laughs> Number two. Is he here? I don't... Hang on a sec, hold tight. Sorry. I don't like his ironing technique... Real beef. So you've got potential beef and real beef. Double beef. 
I'll tell you whose side you're on, of course. Now, Ben and John, you are on Jack J's side. Tom and Rose, Happy you are on it, the Jack side Jack. of the flatmate. Can we get a name for him? If you don't want to give it, that's fair enough. It's Josh. Josh. So you're on Josh's side, okay? But before all of that, let's have a quick cross-examination. Are there any questions anyone has for Jack J? So many questions. Mm. You, get, you get Josh to iron your clothes for you, you pervo. <laughs> <laughs> Is this true? I mean, that's conjecture. That was... Ask him a question. Do you get Josh to iron your clothes for you? No, it's just the way he irons his own clothes. Talk us through the technique of exactly how uh, he irons. So, with t-shirts, it's basically... He doesn't put it on the board, he just sort of lies it. He doesn't put the t-shirt on the ironing board. He erects the ironing board and then irons the t-shirt somewhere else. (laughs) Hang on. He lies a t-shirt flat yeah. on the board, irons it once, bosh, off he goes. Yeah. yeah. Ledge. Absolute ledge. Excellent. <laughs> you go off with sister, you pervert. <laughs> Tom, as I said, that is conjecture. Where was Josh when you got yeah. off with his poor, innocent sister? <laughs> How old is his sister? Was she asleep? Was she Younger? in the flat? Wait, no, hang, hang on, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. You two can stop pointing your pens at him. Right. He hasn't answered any of the questions No, yet. because some of these questions are downright rude. No further questions, Your Honour. Is, is she older or younger? Younger. How old are you, mate? 28. And how old is she? 24. Describe we- her to us. What? <laughs> Where was Josh when this incident took place? Asleep on the couch. No. Whoa! Classic, JJ. Yes. Had he passed out while he was ironing? <laughs> Who initiated the kiss? JJ. JJ, young man. Did you at any point when you were intimate with his sister think about his ironing technique? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come across my mind though. You say so these two things are completely unrelated. Yeah. You don't think there's a world where, because you're so angry at this man for his... This is conjecture. His lazy ironing technique. This Thomas Parry. You didn't think... You'll be in contempt of court. I'm going to strike a blow here for the other side of the house. They didn't go that far. And snog one of his family members. Possibly, Teach him a lesson. Possibly. Interesting. Thank you. (laughs) Did you talk to her afterwards, by the way? Uh, yeah. Everything's you, cool. You, you Did you to talk to her afterwards? Imagine if you hadn't spoken to her afterwards. <laughs> Stop kissing. <laughs> my lips once so open are now sealed. Has she said, don't tell my brother? <gasps> she said yes. She said, she said, Secret don't tell him. Love. She said, don't tell him. Yeah, but. She I, said, save it for a podcast recording. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Helping, obviously. Can I ask, it. was it just kissing? <laughs> Basically, what Robbins is saying, the bank's not yet full. <laughs> no, okay. Give us something to walk home on. I think it's a, it's a fair question to ask how. Robbins, it... you are a grubby little fucker, and you know it. And... <laughs> Can I ask? Yes. What are your intentions with this young lady? <laughs> are they honourable, sir? Nothing. She lives in Edinburgh, and I live in London, so. Win win. You never heard of the tube, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, hopefully that is enough information for our teams to make their cases. So I'm going to start, Uh, without further ado, to open the prosecution. I'm going to call upon John Robbins. You have one minute to begin your case for the prosecution. Your time begins now. I want to start by saying the popular phrase going round right now, a lot of bad things happening in the world. You might have heard that phrase. You might have seen it on a Twitter profile. That phrase is choose love. What message are we sending out to the terrorists 
Wow. Tom, if we stop two people from choosing love, who's won and who's lost in that situation? I don't want to live in a world. I don't want to live in this world. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where Jimmy J. Johns... <laughs> For the listener at home, Thomas has spat out an entire Heineken, some of which is in Rose Matafaya's hair. I don't want to live in a world where Jared Jarmusch doesn't get a chance, a chance to choose love. Love that they try to take from us with their war and their bombs. Okay, I'm going to stop you there, John. Uh, I didn't get on to choose ironing. No, yes. Uh, okay, so Rose, you're going to open oh, the case. No, what? Yeah, sorry, oh, mate. No. I just got spit on. I know. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I will take that into account. Would you like slightly more time or slightly less time? Less. Okay, okay. Uh, your eight seconds begins. <laughs> no, I'll give you a minute and your time starts now. You bad boy. (laughs) How dare you take advantage of the relationship that you have with your good mate, Josh, and put those supple Scottish lips (laughs) upon this young, impressionable girl's also Scottish lips. <laughs> you took advantage while the brother wasn't even there to defend his sister's honour. And I believe an agency for women. But, and she made her decisions, obviously, by herself, and she's her own woman. Um, I think I'm getting derailed here. Um, but the fact still stands is that it's shady. It smells of shade in here. So, in conclusion, if it was me, You'd be fucking taken down to Pound Town right now. My my brother has a black belt in Taekwondo. Oh, well, then you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) He mainly Uh. teaches. Yeah, so um, basically, you're you're a terrible person, man. And, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) uh, you should own up. Got to own up to that. Because if it comes out, oh boy. He's going to be ironing a bit more than just T-shirts. Okay, and that's... that's your a, own face. Is that eight that is, your, that is That is, a, again, a minute 45. That was longer actually. than yeah, John. Long, yeah, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, there we go. Um, by the way, just a, a, a small point of order that in the UK we call it pound land. So, um, <laughs> so it's, it's all right. It's just one of those things. It's just, you know, lost in translation. So, uh, Jack, uh, how do you feel like it's going so far? How are you feeling about it? Fine, yeah. <laughs> Good call, mate. Man of few words, customers. I like that. Cool. Um, okay, so the, for the second prosecution, we call upon Ben Clark, and your minute begins now. <laughs> Listen, Jack, I realise you're in turmoil right now, but it's good, for a start, you've acknowledged a problem. Now, personally, I have never got off with my best friend's sister. We're on his side. But... <laughs> it has... It has happened to me. (laughs) 
context, so, it's happened to me as well. That's it. So how about we just call an embargo <laughs> for the sake of the show, for the sake of JJ here, we just say, all is forgiven. Yeah. JJ gets away with it. And anyone else, any other, <laughs> any other dirty dogs around here also get off with the same thing. Can I just say that was the best reveal in all of comedy. <laughs> Ben Clark, everybody, Ben Clark. So, Tom, I can imagine you've never wanted to perform this less as yourself. Uh, but, Tom, I'll ask you the age-old question. Are you going to perform it as yourself? Are you gonna... No, no, no. Um, I'm going to do it in the style of a Deep South defence lawyer from a John Grisham novel. Did, uh, the, did this Deep South defence lawyer from a John Grisham novel get off with Ben and Matthew's girl uh, sisters? Uh, whoa, hang on a second. Girlfriends is another one because... Um... <laughs> I said you were welcome to get off with my sister. That's <laughs> not no Do you think your sister's more attractive than my sister? <laughs> Do you find his sister more attractive than your sister? Yes. Well, then this point stands. Okay. So the name of your Deep South... John Grisham, lawyer. I'll, I'll be doing it in the style of my Deep South defence lawyer, Mr Fanshaw Standing. Fanshaw Standing. <laughs> Presiding and indeed providing your minute, should you need it, begins now. Ladies and gentlemen, after jury. <laughs> I see you looking there with that confused there look on your faces. You've been hearing a lot of fancy words from them there lawyers from the big city over there. They've been saying damn words, conjecture, sisters, history. <laughs> We simple folk, we small town folk, we ain't got time for them day history. Hell, yesterday the same as Wednesday. <laughs> the old saying. Hell, we don't look back here in this here town. Let me tell you a story about them day that history. Pair of brothers go by the name of John. Hell, parents had no imagination. Hell. You remember the Johns standing around washing the tub. <laughs> tub washers. You want that tub clean by Sunday? You better take it to Johns. Tub's getting clean. Who cleaned your tub? One of them there Johns. <laughs> That's this town. Clean tubs. John there scrubbing away. Hell. Who put that cuckoo clock on the fence? No one knows. Wake up one day, cuckoo clock sat on the fence. John, that you're there, that cuckoo clock? He don't know. John, put that tub down. Get over here, cuckoo clock on that there fence. Who put that there? You bought a cuckoo clock, John? John's been washing tubs since Thursday. Wednesday's tomorrow. <laughs> Let's say no more about that dead cuckoo clock. Let's take it down. Buried in the ground. 
Carry on cleaning them tubs. I think you know what I'm saying here. I ain't ever met a John in this town with a cuckoo clock and a dirty tub. No further questions, Your Honor. Wow. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Fanshawe Stanley. Now, it's up to you guys now, because um, I would adjudicate, but I can't. I'm too busy fielding tearful phone calls from my sister. Uh, no, instead, I'm going to call upon the, uh, the LOL Fest audience to decide. So if you think Ben and John, and therefore Jack J, is in the right, applaud now. But if you think Fanshawe and Rose made the best case, I'd like you to applaud now. I am so sorry. It goes... Congratulations, Jack J. How do you you feel, by the way? Uh, Relieved. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you're off the hook, mate. Feels pretty good, doesn't it, to snog your mates? (laughs) Feels pretty good. So, folks, we are nearly at the end of the show. Uh, There's only one thing uh, in its place. It's a round with a jingle that critics are already calling... Much, much too long. Uh, that's right, it's the quickfire round jingle. This is the quickfire round. It's the round that goes really quickly. Which is why it really should have a quick introduction. Would make more sense. But instead, it has this really long one that we have to record every time sometimes I dream that it did oh it's inconvenient I dream the jingle was different and that's not all I dream last night I dreamt I went for lunch with Ben's family and halfway through then stood up and got out his knob and it was a double-barreled shotgun. Oh, that's a real shame. And in the dream, Ben proceeded to hold up the restaurant like the start of Pulp Fiction but this time with his knob we made off with two million pounds Wow, that's a rich restaurant (laughs) It was a very posh restaurant and then his knob gun dropped off (laughs) but with the two million pounds We bought each other hats (laughs) And we sat on Shetland ponies And rode off down the road His family were no longer there That's a relief Yes 
so that's what I dream. I dream we didn't have to do such a long jingle. And I also dream that Ben's genitalia is a weapon. Think of that, what you will, therapists. <laughs> and think of that, what you will, Ben Clark. I will think about that. <laughs> well, let's get away from this awkwardness. And let's get away from this jingle It's time instead To get on with the quick fire round Wow, very apropos Very apropos, very apropos. In this quickfire round, all the questions will be laying the table based. Instead of buzzers, if you think you have the right answer... <laughs> so here's the interesting thing here, Ben. I didn't really have that dream. I just made it up, mate. But here's the question for therapists. Is it just as weird that I decided to make that up? Would it have been less weird if I had actually dreamt it? My subconscious still produced that image. I'm upset. I don't know why I brought your family into it. Well, we're off to have quite an intense debrief session. And I'm off to have quite an intense therapy session. And Ben's off to have a really expensive lunch with his family. <laughs> And you're going to have the quick fire round. So, as we said, in this quick fire round, all the questions will be laying the table based. Instead of buzzers, if you think you have the right answer, shout out your first name. Ben and John, let's hear that now. Ben. John. Lovely stuff. Tom and Rose. Tom. Rose. Lovely stuff. Off Can we, we do surnames? Do you want yeah. to do surnames? Yeah. Robin. They are, they are longer. Can we shout out our full names? Yeah, okay, let's get full names. <laughs> uh, Benedict David Clark. Benedict David Clark. John Michael David Robbins. Don't use that to access any... <laughs> <I don't. laughs> ...information online. John Michael David Robbins. Yes, please. <laughs> Is that yours as well? <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence. Uh, Thomas Edward Parry. Rose Catherine Letitia Mutterfield. Oh, oh beautiful. Lovely Thank stuff. You. Can we do four names and dates of birth? Yes. <laughs> and pin codes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mother's maiden name and the three little digits on the back of the cards. Your um, first, first school. <laughs> name of first pet. First pet. Okay. Yeah. Question number one. What piece of cutlery tried to blow up Parliament? Thomas Edward Parry. Uh, Tom Parry. Guy Fawkes. Guy Fawkes is correct. Oh, I see. Now you get the format. What it, song? It, what song by CeeLo Green was all about cutlery? Thomas Edward Parry. Tom Parry. Fork you. Fork you. Yes, please. What piece of cutlery co-hosted Strictly? Oh, oh. Oh, Fawkes. Uh, 
Clarky? Bruce Forksyth. The answer I was looking for was, of course, Bruce Forkknife. So a point to... <laughs> half point. For an extra point, uh, what was his trademark cutlery-based catchphrase? Tom Sandra Parry. Tom Parry. Knife to see you, to see, see you, knife. knife. Absolutely right. What piece of dining room furniture is also the leader of the Lib Dems? Tom Sandra Parry. Tom Sandra Parry. Vince... Kitchen cable. cable. John table. Michael David Robbins. Yes. Vince Table. Vince Table I was looking for. What yeah, piece good. of tableware can also be used as an e-reader? Oh. 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 John Michael oh. David Robbins. Oh. A fork Kindle. I'm going to give you a half point for fork Kindle. I was actually looking for a nap Kindle. Uh, Jesus what Christ. Ben Stiller film was about old, valuable... Rosemary, the Catherine Station Man Affair. Yeah. What? Um, oh, you've got to give what? the answer now. <laughs> oh, and um, meets the forker. No. Oh, I'll take meet the forkers. Meet the forkers. It was, I was looking for knife at the museum, but that's even better. <laughs> um, those are our questions. That is our round, folks. <laughs> that was our four by round. Uh, there's just time for a belter. A belter. It was a great round, wasn't it? Really it? Was, wasn't <laughs> it? Just time for plugs. Uh, do you guys have anything to plug? Will this come out before uh, Edinburgh? Might do. Nah. <laughs> this will be going out probably in October. October. Anything happening in October, Rogan? Halloween! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, Happy Halloween! Spooky! Oh. You, are you working for Halloween again? Yeah! yeah. yeah. If you guys have any parties that want to invite me to, that's fine. <laughs> we'll have a Halloween do, party. Yeah, I'll probably do my show again, but you know, whatever. Just follow me on Twitter. God. Cool, follow her on Twitter, absolutely. Uh, Robbins? I'm doing a tour. Oh, you're on tour? On tour in January 18. Only six months to grab tickets, folks. <laughs> so act fast. So that is sort of your hugely successful uh, show that show. I haven't done yet. You haven't yet. <laughs> Neither written nor performed yet. It might it. be absolute horseshit. No, it won't. I've, I've seen you recently. You're on good form, mate. So uh, with that in mind, producer Ben. You don't have to have it in mind, actually, to be fair. <laughs> Producer Ben, what are the final scores? Well, Ben and John have eight and a half, Tom and Rose have ten! Oh! So Ben and John have to lay the table while Rose and Tom get to lay, lay, lay in the arms of Guilty Heartbreak and Broadcasting. Producer Ben, thanks to our guest, Rose Matafeo oh! and John Robbins. We have been Pappies. See you next time on Flash Yeah, so that's what the theme was. It was that. A really a really good theme. Yeah, it's turned out. It was a really strong theme. It was laying the table, of course. It was laying the table. I do remember that. Um, good stuff um, well look if you enjoyed um, listening back to the episode and if you enjoy this podcast then please do join the Patreon we would love to have you on board um, head to patreon.com google pappies flat slam you'll find us basically <laughs> um, and uh, what you'll find there is we offer you a whole load of extra content for the the princely sum of four pounds a month so for the price yeah, of a coffee totally. a pint well that's it you can join you can join up for less but i mean four is where you get all the the good stuff that's yeah. where you get all the free content and there is so much free content on there 
Yeah. It's, it's, it's great value. I, I, I swear. He swears. He absolutely swears. Um, Absolutely swear down. You get to join uh, the Patreon community as well, get in touch with emails and stuff like that. So please do uh, get on board there. If you don't want to join the Patreon, but you enjoy our (laughs) podcasts, then recommend us to a friend. Um, Just spread the word, spread the love. Let's face it, everyone listens to podcasts these days. Back in the day, if you said to your friend, oh, do you want to listen to a funny podcast? They would have thought you were some kind of fucking nerdy square. They'd have thought, <laughs> no, thank you, mate. I'm what not you, one some of yours. Kind of nerdy square? I'm not into your podcasting shit. Oh, my God. Whereas nowadays, they say, yes, we can listen to my podcast because now everyone's gone. Every fucker's got a podcast these days, so you won't risk being a social pariah for suggesting this podcast to your chums at work or at home um, so feel free to do that um, we hopefully will be joining you next month with a new flat slam oh is that going to get me into trouble I don't know if we're going to be able to deliver do. I mean we're going to have to see Tom well let's be honest we're going to try our level best we that are, much we can yeah. say but if it's one more memory uh, episode who's counting <laughs> you the listener um Anything to add, Clarky boy? Oh, yeah. We love you. Yeah, lest we forget that we love you. Um, cheers for listening. Uh, stay tuned for the Patreon Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. Today's episode was produced by Ben Walker then. And today's Jaunt Dead Memory Lane was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham Team! Cheers, everyone. Bye! Bye! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.